0: welcome to season one of the overcomers podcast we are going to talk to you about overcoming adversity and living your dreams if you've ever struggled this is for you we're going to talk to you about such struggles as
1: drug addiction relationship struggles
0: parenting struggles incarceration being displaced from your home we're even going to touch on things such as sexual assault or even if you just struggle with finding your purpose finding your passion being part of a community. This is for you. Like I said, if you've ever struggled, this is for you. So, welcome to the Overcomers Podcast, where we're going to help you to overcome the adversities of life and live your dreams. Well, welcome to another episode of the Overcomers Podcast, here with my co host and wife, Cindy yeah, Barnes. Super excited. Interviewing our friend and mentor, Pedros Koulian today. Pedros is the franchisor of Fit Body Bootcamp, which has over 500 locations open, about 800 sold. Uh, he is a Wall Street Journal best-selling author of the book Man Up. He also is a co-founder of the Empire Mastermind uh, with his partner Craig Valentine, uh, which is a mastermind that we participated in and got to know Bedros and Craig really well and, and have benefited largely from their mentorship. Uh, Bedros also recently started a thing called The Project which is where they really help create leaders and help uh, men to dig deep and find their inner strength. And uh, most importantly, uh, at least as far as the arena of today, it's just the international presenter that you are everywhere sharing your story to inter- inspire people. And so today, that's what it's about. The Overcomers podcast is about learning about the iceberg. We were just talking about this before <laughs> the call. We're like, what's that adversity, one or two adversities that you had to overcome to become who you are? Because I think that people see the tip, but like you said, they don't see the iceberg. They don't see all the adversities. And, and I've just been so impressed getting to know you. I know we both have. Yeah. It's just been an awesome experience and uh, just somebody that we'll always respect and admire. And uh, so that's what today was about. We wanted to share more of you with, with our circle. with the world. Well, I'll tell you what. First of all, the two of you are probably
1: the best team of entrepreneurs I've ever met because you guys complement each other really well not only when you guys come to the mastermind but when i see you at ifa events and now here i just just the vibe you guys naturally have is huge so i think that automatically speaks to the number one thing which is find a partner that matches your energy that shares your vision has your drive uh we see too many people in life who you know hey i fell in love with this person but They want me to come home at five because they want the nine to five life. I've got this grand vision and and desire to help and impact and influence and make a lot of money. And there's no way the nine to fiver is going to be making a lot of money and (laughs) money is a vehicle to impact. So answering your question, um, you, you know, we said right before we started the podcast, we said, you know, you, you show me someone who's successful and I'll show you someone who has suffered and I'll show you someone who has paid their dues of at least a decade. And you guys are no different. Uh, In that it's just you need time to cook up something amazing. There's no shortcut to success. I have yet to find it and I have yet to see anyone find it. And, you know, as far as adversities, man, I mean, my list of adversities starts, you know, between the ages of four and six, I was molested by two older boys consistently in Armenia. Um, you know, I I hid that from the world until I was 37 years old. I'm 45 now. At 37, I started having massive anxiety attacks, panic attacks, and uh, I was getting self-destructive in my business with our Fit Body Bootcamp franchise here, which had just started, and uh, I couldn't figure out why. Every time I would Feel any kind of pressure or stress, I would go into self destruct mode because I didn't feel worthy, I felt broken, unlovable. Like that's what happens when someone has had sexual trauma in their life, and I never addressed it. So, there's adversity number one. Adversity number two is
0: seven years it took you though to confront that 30 about that. or over 30,
1: yeah, yeah, right. yeah. over 30 years, man. And, and you hold on to that, and it's a secret you don't want anyone to know because they're going to think you're weird, uh, you, you know, maybe you did something to encourage that, uh, that, that you're the bad person. Man, I was a kid. This happened to two older boys taking advantage of a kid. But you don't think about that. And when you look at the stats of one out of every four people have been physically or sexually abused, like that's a fair number of people. And it's a topic that must be talked about. And you know, sometimes on stage, just to really get the audience's attention, I'll and I say, "Lucky for me, I've been molested," and they go, "Whoa! What do you mean?" I say, "Well, I've learned adversity, and I've learned suffering early on." And let me tell you, when someone has suffered that much silently, especially silently, where you can't tell anyone about it, you learn to develop coping skills, problem solving skills, um, to really get through any other problem. Which Thankfully, that happened to me, because then we moved to the United States from Armenia, a communist country, and now I'm seven years old, and I'm the foreign kid who doesn't speak English, doesn't understand the culture, I'm getting bullied and beat up, but that paled in comparison, compared to what happened to me in Armenia, so I was able to cope with that better, you know, today you hear about some kids being cyber-bullied, and it's like, oh my gosh, we got to go talk to the parents, the school district, etc., dude, I had like kids physically beating me up day in and day out. And I'm like, well, at least I'm not being molested, you know?
0: <laughs> well, the perspective of adversity, right? To have yeah. such, a, such intense adversity as being molested and then come here, because to me, that's a pretty huge adversity, too, to come here and be the foreign kid and be bullied. But then you have this other perspective. Uh, there's, a, there's a quote that says, the depth of our struggle will determine the height of our success. Oh, right? so, love that. Yeah, so the fact that, you know, you're like, oh, okay, I got this one. It's not nearly as bad as what I've been through already. You know? Right, right, yeah. and that's what we're missing in life is
1: perspective. You, know, you, 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 you look at the person with, uh, let's say, a beat-up car, and you're like, oh, man, poor them, until you realize that the person next to them has a bike, and the person next to that person has a wheelchair, and the person next to that is an amputee. So mm-hmm. perspective really sets the, the, the lens in which we look at life through. Because if I've only grew up with a silver spoon in my mouth, well, the moment I deal with any kind of adversity, the weather's too hot, it's too cold, uh, the Uber didn't pick me up in time, I'm going to have a meltdown. But if I've gone through some shit in life, and most of us, I'm not saying we should get molested, like no one should ever have to suffer through that, but most of us should put ourselves in a position to put ourselves against adversity, uh, whether it's working out, whether it's doing a mud run, whether it's doing some kind of a physical challenge, what just push into the sides of your comfort zone. The comfort zone gets so warm and fuzzy and cozy. What would happen if you started leaning into the sides of your comfort zone and realizing that, holy crap, I could do that. Therefore, I could do this in my life. And I could do that. Therefore, I could do this in my life. Mm. And I think you're actually
0: challenging people to find their adversity.
1: Yes, exactly. Because Napoleon Hill says every adversity comes with an equal seed of opportunity and greatness. Like like, literally, so if you look at it that way, if you look at a walnut, if the outer shell of the walnut is the adversity, which you have to break through to get it, that is adversity, inside is a really delicious, healthy, good for your brain walnut that you get to eat. That's mm-hmm. how life is. It's yin and yang. It's dark and light. It's black and white. It's cold oh. and hot. W- why would anyone think that they're going to achieve any level of success in health, relationship, mindset, money, without dealing with adversity? It's, obs- it's obscene.
0: Wow, that's yeah. such a great analogy about busting through that shell, that that hard exterior, you know. And as I as I think about your story, I also think that I've often said that going to prison for 10 years was the best thing that ever happened to me. You know, exactly. I became a better father, I became a better husband, I became a better friend. But it only happened in that point because I was that kid that maybe took too much for granted in his life and, and thought that maybe the rules didn't apply to me, you know. I mean, that's really how I got there, combined with addiction, of course. But, you know, those kind of choices, you know, they bring you to this point in life where you have to make a decision. And the decision was, is this adversity gonna break me? And when I decided if it's to be, it's up to me. Mm -hmm. uh, I I like the saying that says that there's uh, a couple great days in your life. You know, the the day you were born, the day you find out why. (laughs) I think that's an important one. (laughs) And and I'd like to say that there's a third one. The day that you decide that your life is your own, and that you can't blame anyone else for it. That it's, it's totally up to you what happens with this life. You know, when you decide I'm in the driver's seat, you know. And that was something that happened to me during my
1: adversity. You, you know what? And isn't it funny? Because by choice, you would never go to prison, right? Like, <laughs> says, like incarcerate me, please. I
0: was trying <laughs> not to. <laughs> well, Just- Please don't do it.
1: <laughs> but, but it's always in hindsight where you go, "Holy crap, man, I'm a better father, I'm a better husband, I'm a better entrepreneur. I'll never take my freedom for granted and and I'll never take opportunities for granted because there's not many there and there's a high likelihood they're going to tack on more more years if, if you don't stay in line." And so and, and that's the missing component, man, and and very much to what you said, when I'm on stage, I always talk about the book of life. I always say that look, when when we're born as kids, like who says that little Bobby's favorite color is gonna be red or green, and that little Bobby's gonna be a chunky little kid that's have, that's you know just predisposed to hold fat and little Bobby is 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 uh, is uh, clumsy like who says that? Mom and dad have to do these things for us They change our diaper they feed us, so they go, oh, this is Bobby's favorite food. this is Bobby's favorite color but soon we grew up to get into our twenties and thirties and we realize my whole life, people have been doing things for me or telling me how my life should go. At one point, will you take the pen back and start writing in those blank pages of your book of life of how it's really supposed to go? Like you said, you know, the day that we're born and the day that we figure out what our purpose is. Well, if you leave it to someone else to tell you, well, go be a doctor. It's a, it's a you know, people are always going to get sick. You're always going to make money. Go be a doctor. If you are not inclined to be a doctor, but you went and became a doctor. One, you're you're probably going to end up killing people uh, because that's just not your calling. Number two, you're going to be one depressed person and you only have about 100 years on this planet if you play your cards right. Like If you live right, eat right, work out right, positive mental attitude, you only got 100 years. That is a short amount of time to be doing something that you are not meant to be doing because Mm -hmm. someone else was still writing in your book of life, man.
0: Yeah, and if you want to increase your odds of living to 100, that you would work out of the Body boot camp or a journey or <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: only in those two places either in a journey or a fit
0: body. <laughs> I love that. That's so, awesome. so, take us back. So, here we are. You know, you had to overcome being molested. You come to this country, you know, you're getting bullied as a foreign kid. What adversities, when you're looking at obstacles in your life, because I, I've heard you talk and I've heard you talk about the F's that you live by and the R's that you live by. And I think that a person like you probably looks back on certain moments in their life. And maybe it's those moments where we said, you know what, I'm gonna own all this. You know, you said at 37 years old, you owned the fact that you were molested and it, it took you to another level. So what are those adversities? Uh, maybe one or two that you're like, you know, I look back on this and, and I pull strength from it now. Now my adversity is Darren Hardy. I think it's a Darren Hardy quote. He says, "My adversity is my advantage." Your adversity yes, is your advantage. Exactly. So, so I'll actually give you a
1: recent one. So today we're we're in 2020. This was the year was 2013, and I found out. Now, now keep in mind, Fit Body Bootcamp only had like 180 locations at the time. Uh, while that may sound like a lot, it's not compared to the you know 800 that we've sold and the almost 600 we've got open. Um, in 2013. I'm not the leader that I am today. I didn't know how to problem solve, communicate. I really didn't know how to be decisive, make fast decisions, because I was afraid that what if I make a mistake? How's it going to look? How's it going to feel? What if it's going to cost me? But I knew there was something going on in my business, guys. And finally, I asked my wife, I said, hey, can you check to see what's going on? We've got 180 locations, but each month, we only get enough money from maybe 100 Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the math doesn't work out. What's going on? We can't have collections that high. Well, as it turns out, we had an employee who intentionally was not charging our, some of our franchisees their monthly royalty fees simply because she wanted to keep the company small so that she could be the top dog. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. that put us in six, <laughs> it put us in $640,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. Now imagine that. So I had a decision to make. I either had to work my way out of that negative hole while still trying to support our franchisees. Remember, as a franchisor, you have a responsibility to your franchisees. uh, So you still got to support them and I got to dig my way out of a hole. And it did cross my mind because my attorney told me, he goes, or you can file bankruptcy and it all goes away. Mm -hmm. Now, in that moment, there is the easy path and there is the hard path. And we've all heard this. And if you haven't heard this, this is a, a words to live by if you choose the easy path every time, you're gonna live a hard life. If you choose the hard path, you're gonna live an easy life. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: it wasn't easy for me to decide that I'm not gonna file bankruptcy, that I am gonna dig my way out of that hole while serving my franchisees. And after four years, I was able to get out of that, become debt-free. But let me tell you, man, that was a painful process. Like there's one set of adversity right there where, look, hey, I'm an American now. I can file bankruptcy, I've never filed bankruptcy. And I certainly didn't go intentionally maxing out credit cards like some people do. Like I had every justifiable reason to file. My
0: attorney was saying file. If I were you, I would file. Yeah. You know, there's certain core values that people come to live by on our wallet. Every journey, it says never give up. And I'll tell you where that came from. I was in prison. And one time I saw that, you know, people would actually stick things to their walls and they would stick them up on their walls with toothpaste because when they have tape or anything, but toothpaste is a real good adhesive. And, uh, he had this frog that was about to be swallowed by a stork and the frog is choking the stork. Right. And it says, never give up. And I was like, that's me. I feel like that's me right now. Like this place Swallow me up. And so I started living by that. And then I felt like, you know, we, we, I come home, we start a gym, you know, Phoenix becomes our logo. And I feel like never give up has been a core value. And right there, you could have folded, you could have filed bankruptcy, but you're like, you know, no, I'm not going to give up. And then, is that one of your core values? Is that like a, you know, it's like a Winston Churchill secret to success: never, never give up. And that's how you just keep on persevering and keep on climbing. Or
1: that, that's exactly it. Because, and, and I'll tell you this: I know I'm going to quote. I'm going to end up quoting a lot of Napoleon Hill here. But another thing Napoleon Hill says in his book: he says the person who is willing to fight through adversity will encounter temporary defeats, mm-hmm. but they will never encounter permanent failure. Ooh. Ooh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the person that's willing to fight through through adversity will encounter temporary defeats but will never encounter permanent failure mm-hmm. so i knew that if i just fought through that that period was going to be a temporary defeat no one told me how long it was going to be i didn't know if it was going to be 10 years or 10 months mm-hmm. but i knew that i'm going to fight through it and it's going to be a temporary defeat i will not succumb to permanent failure And that's just a mindset that I live by ever since I read that in Napoleon Hill's book, um, Outwitting the Devil.
0: So it's like you're going to lose a few battles, but you're going to win the war. Amen.
1: Right Right. there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Now, Napoleon Hill, is that also Think and Grow Rich?
1: Yes. So get this. Many people know Napoleon Hill because of Think and Grow Rich. But before he ever wrote uh, Think and Grow Rich, in 1932, he wrote a book called Outwitting the Devil. He gave the manuscript to his wife and the wife said, please do not publish this. We will be banned by the church. We will be banned by all of our friends. We will be banished. The book stayed as a manuscript from 1932 to 2011 when everybody, his whole estate finally died, his wife, his kids, everybody, and then the estate finally allowed it to be published. They had it in their will that when everybody connected to Napoleon Hill dies, the first generation then it could get published so 70 some odd years later it gets published and there's so much truth in that book it would have undoubtedly been his number one book instead of thinking grow rich had it been published then but it also would have banished him from society because he literally corners the devil that's why it's called outwitting the devil he corners the devil and he asks the devil how do you take control of the minds of humanity and the devil talks about the addictions that he puts us through the fear that we live by, uh, the doubt that he instills in us. And he says, "My, uh, oh, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. He asks the devil, he says, what percentage of society do you control? And he says, 98%. He goes, I get you addicted, I get you distracted, and I get you drifting through life so that you do not have definitive of, pur- definitive of purpose. He says, so what about the other 2%? He goes, the other 2% is controlled by my opposition. He doesn't even say God by my it's it's crazy you got to listen to it on audio because the voices of the devil and napoleon hill are just so interesting man and it's such a powerful book so ahead of its time
0: oh i love stories like that i love faust and things such as that so uh yeah i'm very interested outwitting the devil that's a a big knowledge found so i'm gonna ask you for one final one which is if you could go back (laughs) because <laughs> i uh, i consider you a very learned man i uh, you're my mentor I, I know you invest a lot in your personal development and professional development uh, you surround yourself with great people um you know whether it's going back and talking to your younger self <laughs> giving yourself <laughs> some tools some things that you know now or whether it's just giving our audience some advice today uh based on you know just uh you know, overcoming the adversities, to living your dreams. You know that's what we're here today. That's what we're talking about. Because I, I hope that people, as they heard what you shared today, uh, see that whatever they're going through, that they can overcome it too. Um, you know, what would you go back and and tell yourself? You know, if you could say, "Hey, man, you're going to hit some shit, but you know, I got you covered." <laughs> you know, right? Uh, yeah. You
1: know that's that's a great question. So if I went back twenty years, I often think about twenty and twenty and thirty years. If I went back 20 years, I would be uh, 25. If I went back 30 years, I'd be 15. And, But it's always the same answer for both. Whether I'm a teenager or I'm 25 years old, the answer is that you are going to encounter problems, embrace the problems, solve through the problems. That is God's way, the universe's way, like whatever how your, your power is, that is their way of building your mental and emotional muscles. You don't just have physical muscles, you have mental and emotional muscles that you must build, that you must grow to be a better entrepreneur, better husband, better father, better everything. And so I didn't do that. When I looked at it back then, when I got a problem as a young man, I go, well, this is God or whoever the higher power is not wanting me to be successful. Like what? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so many people chalk it up to that and just give up, which goes back to what we talked about, permanent failure. Instead of let me problem solve through this, the act of problem solving is going to build my mental and emotional muscle And I am going to be more resilient because of it, although I will have to go through temporary defeat.
0: Uh, Really good. Big difference in the perspective. I I saw Robert Holden had a quote recently, life is happening for you, not to you. Mm. Even the adversities are happening for you. You know, instead of blaming and running from them and everything else, this is happening for me. What a different perspective that would be to go through life. You know, Uh, well, awesome. Beatrice, for our viewers, you know, what's the best way to – Connect with you or follow you or you know get more inspiration from you, you know. Sure. Best way is just to find me on social media, uh,
1: ideally Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram these days at Bedrose awesome. awesome.
0: Awesome, man. Hey, thank you so much. Thank, thank you for you. all that you do for it us. A <laughs> for us. Yes.
1: I really <laughs> appreciate this opportunity, seriously. And 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 great success to you guys and on, on the podcast here.
0: Wow. Thank, thank you. Thank you very thank much. Thank you much. Awesome. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Overcomers Podcast, sponsored by Journey 333. When I am not hosting the Overcomers Podcast, I am working at one of our fitness franchises so that I can continue to help people overcome adversity on a daily basis. That's right, people come to the Journey 333 fitness franchises because they want a coach in their life. They want somebody to help them overcome the adversities of life, motivate them to higher levels of greatness, bring out their potential, help them lose weight, get off medications, fight depression, fight anxiety, that's what we do on a regular basis. If you feel like you want your life to be about helping more people to overcome their adversities, if you feel like you're an overcomer and you want to create more overcomers, then maybe owning a Journey 333 franchise would be for you. To find out more, go to www.journeyfitness333.com.